Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, every Thursday, postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. And Spotify. We're on YouTube. We're on YouTube as well. Go follow us, because, you know, we're uh, roommates, and people have been asking us, like, why don't we, like, do Twitch and stuff like that. Randomly, we just start playing 2K yeah. and create matches and do insane things. So follow us on, on uh, our YouTube if you ever want to watch us live. Now... I'm pretty sure if you want to see like a good version of Goldberg versus Undertaker, uh, check out our match from last week. We, we, had, we, had, we had some crazy matches. Um, the best was when um, I was like, I'm going to put you through a table. And then I kept trying to set it up. And you then you got the table, knocked me out, put it in the corner. Right. And I was like, I'm going to put you through it. You ran... Goldberg just moved out of the way and you yeah. went flying through the Undertaker table. Undertaker speared through the table. Not Goldberg. It was like if the match happened, like the real match, right. in an alternate universe sure. where Undertaker oh, so got it was con- good. Where Undertaker got concussed in the corner. It's my match of the year. <laughs> I've got to say, I, I enjoyed it more than other people okay. did. Like, I mean, it was... It was something to watch. It was something. Do you know what I mean? It was something. Um, That's right. And Super showdown. Like, yeah, I guess you could say it made it feel more real because <laughs> yeah. it was. Because you watched a guy get dumped on his head. Because you just watched two guys kill each other. Yeah, we stayed home. We watched it during the day. We had a lovely time. And then we watched that match. And then we were like, huh. And I mean, right. credit to them to try and finish the match. They they were overambitious, I would say. Right. Uh, it was interesting. It was. It was interesting. Uh, I think on this show... Uh, our leading worst match of the year is a like mix. Is it just a tag match? I think it's like 
I don't remember who's in something it. from oh something from NXT. Oh, we uh, unfortunately Candice LeRae is in that match so far. But I have to say, Taker true. Goldberg takes over for worst match of the year for me. Yeah, thus far in wrestling, uh, maybe I mean, worst it, match it's ever. Gonna take some doing to beat. <laughs> Someone tell me a worse match than that this year. The thing is, though, would you say you were entertained by it? Oh, one hundred percent. So, 100%. whereas we can't even remember the other match. No, I can't. So, so I guess you're right. Does like. Best match I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Wrestling's weird. Wrestling's so weird. Um, it's crazy because a lot of people, you would get the, the, the casual fans that you're, maybe you you know certain people in your life that aren't res- necessarily wrestling fans, but they know their shit a little bit or they used to. They were coming out, they were like, so uh, what's the scoop on this this Undertaker Goldberg? They fought? Like, what the hell is going yeah. on? I need to see this. And I'm like, no, re- dude, you really don't. You really don't need to see this. Just pretend. Or go watch it's, our Well, it's like car crash TV. It's like, yep. you know, we've spent nights yeah. where we've just shown each other interviews where, Stupid like, shit. the person being interviewed suddenly gets super offended <laughs> and storms <laughs> off or whatever. This was like that. You yeah. just, you can't watch, but you have to. I, well. I 100%, I could not not watch. Yeah. So it got me. They took, they, you know, I guess they took our money. They took my money. Yeah, took, <laughs> I don't have a network. I just use yours. Yeah, I get a lot of listeners being like, "How, how do you subscribe to the network? How could you still do this?" I'm like, uh, "David, <laughs> how do you watch New Japan, David?" <laughs> uh, see, that has been fantastic. Yeah, New Japan wrestling. Uh, you want to talk about worst match of the year? We can go forward to maybe best match and Will Ospreay in New Japan pulling out matches of the year every time the guy wrestles. I think uh, I crazy. I watched. I still haven't finished Dominion. Oh, I, I okay. mean, I know what happens. Sure, I've got right. the the Naito Ibushi match to watch. Obviously, I've seen that so, stupid spot. So Ibushi, the, the the dirt sheets say Ibushi's upset because everyone's like, "Oh, you shouldn't have done that spot." Mm. But it's like, well, you shouldn't have done that spot. It was a really yeah. good match, and it took me out of it. Uh, I watched it. I was watching Dominion live actually, and that spot t- so took me out of that match. Uh, we were at Naito. I mean, Ibushi. he's apparently fine. He's yeah. Apparently, he, he, apparently, and he's fine. It's, but like, it's a weird thing because isn't that the thing with wrestling? You want to be sucked in. You want to, but I think the the art form's moved on now, yeah, where yeah. people accept that it's not quote unquote real. Right. We don't want you to. So die. we don't want you to get hurt. We yeah. want we want to watch and be entertained. But there's there's definitely layers and limits to mm-hmm. this. And that one spot made me very more so cringe. It made me cringe so hard. I was concerned about this guy's yeah. health. This guy's just like well being, yeah. and then like, oh, he's fine. You know, his vision's a little blurry, but he's fine. It's like, oh. well, well, no, like, come on, don't do it. It, it mounts up, yeah, as like, well. Come on, don't do that. Um, um, but how- that I was going to say, the I watched the uh, junior heavyweight uh, championship Abushi. match, Abushi, uh, Dragon, oh, Lee, Dragon Lee, Osprey. yeah, amazing, five star match. That might have been the best suicide dive I've ever seen in my Which, life. Dragon Lee, Dragon Lee, he's crazy. He goes flying, takes out half of. Half of the arena. Oh, it was <laughs> crazy. Uh, I recommend anyone listening to us. If you are listening to us, you probably already watched New Japan and mm. stuff like that. But go check out some of the stuff that's been going on in that company. Because it's just crazy. If you're upset with the main roster stuff, as a lot of people are, and you, you dwell you dwell into like NXT and that mm. territory, and you're not watching the New Japan stuff. Because there are a lot of people yeah. I talk to who are like, oh, I don't, I don't really watch it. It's just not my thing. Just try it. I'm actually quite excited because I'm doing... I I try to keep up up to date with, like, the big matches that are going on. Um, It's rare I watch, like, the full show, like like G1 and Junior Heavyweights. Those tag matches and stuff, I skip I skip a lot, yeah. But, like, the big shows, I try and watch all of it. 
Um, and I'm quite excited because I'm going to be on WH's show soon. Okay. All summer, which right. I've been listening to, and it's been really good yes. like, to get that those history lessons. Right. And I'm going to be doing the 2011 okay. G1, uh, which is Naito Nakamura. Right. So I'm going to try my best to watch just their just matches in the tournament. And I'm quite excited going back to a time in, uh, in New Japan where I'm aware of who most of the people are, but I wasn't following the product sure. at that point. Uh, I uh, recently recorded my episode for WH. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I apologize. Oh, oh. For anyone who has to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's all I have to say. Fair enough. <laughs> um, how's your tummy doing today? Oh, why? Why do you ask? Well, I, I, believe... I love I love Japanese wrestling, but there's something else I love. Yeah, you you love ramen. You're I like, love Japanese food. You're like Naruto, just can't get enough of the ramen. Does Naruto eat a lot he of ramen? He loves his ramen. Oh, I had Naruto ramen, I think, once. Yeah? yeah. How was it? Not as, uh, I, I probably ate it all. Oh, yeah, do you want me to explain? Yeah, go into yeah. it. So uh, yesterday, uh, we live in Koreatown in Toronto, and we live near a place called Kintan Ramen. And me and you have been there. We frequent. We're, it's, our, it's a regular haunt. Mm. Um, it's pretty good. There, there's a chain. There's different locations, I think, even in like New York City and stuff. Okay. Even Chicago. Uh, Kintan Ramen. And we go there for ramen. It's fantastic. Ramen's amazing. But in promotion for the new Godzilla King of the Monsters mm. movie, this this... Kintan Ramen came up with this Mega Godzilla Ramen okay. challenge that I saw, and I messaged you right away saying we should do this, and you said, "Yeah, we could do this, no problem." And then it got me, got me thinking: Could we do this, no problem? Could this be a thing? So uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure in my in my phone here. I'm going to read what this ramen entails, so everyone knows what this big ramen was, mm. because. When I go out for ramen, say I go on a date and we go to a ramen spot, I usually get the king bowl, which is like a double ramen. Sure, yeah. It's a lot of food, but I eat it. It's great. Let me read to you what is in this challenge. Right. I had to sign a waiver before I ate this bowl of ramen. In case you died of like In case you died. Like the guy you... in, was it seven? The guy gets the, the sin of gluttony. The guy gets basically fed till his stomach explodes. This was me. Yeah. This was me. Okay. Yeah. So you're signing the waiver saying like... I'm going to die. Uh, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna, I'm going to die. Uh, I was signing a waiver. They, it says here, uh, sharing is not caring. You're not allowed to share anything. You're not allowed to leave your seat. You're not allowed to go to the bathroom. In the, it, you have to eat a, this giant bowl of ramen in 15 minutes. Right. Okay, let me read to you what's in this ramen. Uh, it says also no vomiting. Uh, or you lose. So you get... 16 thick slices of pork belly. Nice. Three thick slices of pork shoulder. Three servings of bean sprouts. Two nori. Scallions and a seasoned egg. And plus three servings of thick noodles. Damn. What's nori again? Uh, I believe it's the uh, seaweed. Uh, Okay. I love that. Yeah. Uh, So this giant bowl. Three servings of noodles. And technically 19 thick pieces of meat. Nice. So I I show up and I see people eating this thing. And I'm like, oh no, that's pretty big. That's giant. That's Godzilla. Gojira. Uh, I sit down and the guy beside me is doing it. And he turns to me. He's like, I have already lost. I'm like, great. Why? Oh, this is not good. Like, I just sat down. And he goes, the trick is... Ask for a separate bowl, and you put the no- some of the noodles in the other bowl so it cools down, because you only got 15 minutes. They time you, and they're yelling at you in Japanese and all those things. So I, I enter. I enter the competition. I enter the Godzilla. 
I did my best Matthew Broderick impersonation, and I faced Godzilla, and let me tell you, I did not win. (laughs) Did you even get close? I got definitely more than halfway. Around the halfway mark, I had about six minutes left on the clock, and I said no. Uh, I stopped. I was like, this is not happening. I would rather enjoy the rest of this and take the rest home and enjoy it later than to do this. Uh, So that's what happened. And I failed miserably. Uh, It was quite delicious. It was good. Uh, I ate a lot of ramen and I felt terrible for about an hour. And then uh, I I, and before anyone is wondering, I also did, in fact, use performance enhancing drugs. (laughs) So technically it would be cheating if I won. I've always thought that the trick should be get up early. Yeah. And eat a huge breakfast. Right. And then don't, like... You want to know what my trick was? Oh. I've never entered an eating contest no. before, actually. So I've always wondered, like, about these things. Um, someone said, wake up a little earlier in the day and drink a lot of water so it stretches your stomach. Okay. So I tried that. And then I, you know, smoked some stuff. And then uh, I was like, yeah, I'm hungry. I could, I could eat this. And then I went... And then as soon as they put it down in front of me, I was like, oh, oh, I don't know about that. So it was definitely, I tried to eat some of the meat before I had to eat some of the, a lot of the noodles. And then that was a bad idea because now my stomach is full of this pork belly. I don't think I'm ever eating pork belly again <laughs> in my life. It's delicious. Uh, but holy. Uh, so I don't think I'm going to eat ramen for a good little while. Fair. fair. You're, you're going to eat ramen in a couple of days, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm probably going to go. It was right like after, uh, after Chicago. We were like, I'm never touching a pizza again. And then I think the next day we went to shit place on the corner <laughs> and got pizza. Um, so yeah. it's, that, it's that time of the week again where it's Davy's dreams. I oh, God. Did you dream that I failed the no, ramen challenge? No, I dreamt that I tried the ramen Oh, nice. And the problem is, like, I was looking at it and the only thing, I don't like egg. So that would have been oh. my struggle. Yeah. But in my dream, I ate the egg and okay. then suddenly people were chasing me. And I was with two colleagues from work. What? And you know how Michael McIntyre does a whole sketch about this? Have, do you know Michael McIntyre, mm. British comedian? Um, he does this whole thing about why don't people skip more? Because skipping uh, is f- more fun than running. Okay. Um, you move quicker than right. walking. And for some reason, it takes up less energy. Like, uh, you, I feel less out of breath. So I, so I start skipping. These people are chasing me. And then... Uh, like the snowman and the boy in that film we watched right. at Christmas, yeah, I suddenly took off and started flying. Oh god! As Listen from Dreamgirls, Beyonce Knowles. Wow, you have weird uh, dreams. Started playing, and I flew off in the distance, and then I woke up. You're fucked. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's about. <laughs> like, wow! I don't even know that. You just that was like layers on layers of a strange. Dream. It was. It was like I. OD'd on the PEDs before my ramen, and then, like, it kicked in just after I finished. Ah, so when the challenge comes around next time, the next challenge, you're going to enter? Oh, yeah, I'd like to. I've always been interested just to see how I do. Like, I was in the restaurant for maybe around, like, you have 15 minutes to do it. That's the thing. I think 15 minutes is too Too short. Most of these challenges are, like, half an hour or an hour. I could do that, no problem. I realized it was the time thing because trying to scarf down noodles, well trying to scarf down hot ramen noodles and three servings of it. Well, the broth as well. Usually, like there was not even a lot of broth because because like, everything else because is there's so, so much stacked. stuff. There was so much meat, so much meat. The Godzilla of well, I don't know what would Godzilla eat if Godzilla was eating ramen. Anyways, it was really cool and really great. And I've never entered a food challenge before, but it got me wondering like. 
I could do this. I just got to train. I got to train my body to to eat more. Like well, the, speaking of Godzilla, yeah. Oh, I won a poster though. Oh, nice. I got a I got a, a secondary prize. That they felt bad, so they're like, oh, "Arigato gozaimasan." They gave me that. I was like, "Cool, thanks." So speaking of Godzilla, yeah. Another big lizard is kind of taking over the world at the moment. Oh, yes. And it's a raptor. Right. More than one, it's the raptors. Wow, I've never heard of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> tonight's game six. Tonight is game six in the, in the raptors, in the NBA finals. Uh, I don't watch a lot of basketball, but I support my city. Mm. I think that no matter where you are, um, if you're not a sports fan, you should always rep where you're from. I think um, so. I think that's just the thing uh, that I support. So, yeah, I've been watching the games. I've been getting into them. It's pretty fun. I, and I disagree with all the people, like, knocking bandwagoners. Because, like, sure. the majority of the city have been bandwagoners. Oh, but course. it's, no, it's it's supporting the city. It's right. like when the Olympics come. Yes. I remember one year with the Winter Olympics, I stayed up with my mum watching curling because Team GB were going for the gold medal. Okay. And it's not, oh, I'm... I'm hopping on the bandwagon of curling. Like, right. granted, I'm never going to watch it again <laughs> after yeah, this. But it's you want your country to do well. You want your team, your your city, whatever, to right. do well. And I agree. You should always support. Um, living here my whole life in Toronto, uh, Maple Leafs. Everyone supports Maple Leafs, mm. but they suck. They've been trash. Like they're terrible. Uh, so they've got better. They the last couple of years they're promising. So so people love to. Do, join other teams, sure. essentially. Uh, so a lot of people were on that Jays bandwagon a few About years three, back. Four years yeah, because yeah. that was the hot shit, right? And they're not doing very well now. So now that it's like the Raptors, and uh, Raptors brings in a different crowd. N- not like Raptors brings in everybody. I find a lot of people don't really like baseball, you, you see, or, or because it's like just you know people standing out. In it's the hard to get excited. about Yeah, it. you don't get yeah. super excited into it. I find that this is like bringing a lot of Canada together, essentially. Oh, yeah. It's the only team. It's just quite interesting to see. You can't... Like, it's summertime now. You go outside and you walk around. Usually, you don't just spark up random conversations with human beings. Mm. It's just not how society is. It's just not usually how it works. But in this age now, you go outside and you're waiting for a bus. You're waiting for a light to change. You're waiting for anything. You're in the car next to you. In this city right now, you will probably engage in a conversation simply because it's about the Raptors. Yeah. And then that will lead into a different conversation. So I'm just saying, it brings people together, like, regardless. Well, I, as you all know, I work in a bar. Sure. I work in a bar, uh, the entertainment district, what, 10-minute walk from right. the arena? Yeah. Like, it gets busy. in the hub. Yeah. Um, and I've had people from Alberta, from Saskatchewan, Crazy. who are coming to Toronto just to see the game. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I couldn't get the time off work. So I, I've literally taken a flight wow. to see this game, to hopefully see uh, Raptors win. This was for game five. Wow. And then to go back. That's And wild. like the bar, I've never seen it so busy. Like yeah, it there were people, people were standing out in the rain because we've got TVs outside. <laughs> like crazy. Any, any surface became a table for yeah. people to go on. It's, it's, uh, nice. it's great. Like I love that feeling. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy that. Like I'm a, I don't really enjoy sports that much, uh, but I get into it, especially in a basketball game. Give me the second half and I'll get into it. Oh, how fun. the last like couple of minutes of yeah, game five. Exactly. So exciting. Like uh, when we went six points ahead, yeah. the bar was fucking shaking. I think Kawhi Leonard should be in the G1. <laughs> Along with Keanu Reeves, just because. Right. They should just be both in the G1. Everyone's in the G1 this year. Yeah. We should be in the G1. Yeah. Are we in the G1? <laughs> uh, we should be. We should be. Probably Different should. blocks, though. Uh, I just feel like 
it, the, the whole thing is bringing the city together. And it's just interesting. It's just fun. We, I, it's not, it doesn't happen here a lot. No. Um, so, I, I don't know. Like, again, I'm not even a sports... I'm going to watch the game and I'm going to pretend I know everything about it, but I don't. So, it's just fun. The, thi- the thing I'm... I'm starting to get nervous, though. Right. Um, since, like, the last loss. Because... Sure. I'm... I'm used to being disappointed. I'm an Arsenal fan. Oh. I'm from England. Well, it's um, I've always disappointed. I've, like, embraced all the teams uh, in Toronto since I've moved here. Sure. So, I'm... I'm used to disappointment, right. so I'm really trying not to get my hopes up. But gotcha. yeah, I, I think we can do it. Uh, and maybe mm. it, it, it's a possibility, and it could happen. Uh, the purple lizards—they could win. The problem is, as well, people have been like, everyone's going to be wasted when, like, right. hopefully we win. But people have been coming into the bar at like three o'clock. To secure a spot for a game Jeez. starting at nine. That's crazy. And you've got to be buying. Like, we don't allow campers. Yeah, sure. But that means people are drinking from, oh. like, three till wow. 11, midnight. Oh, God. It's insane. So we're going to do tonight. What would be a Raptors drink? We'll, what have, would be the shot? we'll have some drinks. What yeah. Would the, what would be the Raptors drink? Uh, purple, red, purple. Some dinosaur-y. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll have a few uh, pre-drinks. We the North, yeah. baby. Yeah, we the North. We the North. And... Uh, um, have we got anything else we need to talk about? I don't think so. No? No. I don't know. Like, Is there anything we should talk about? No, we were talking about pre-drinks, weren't we? Um, pre-drinking It's like sparking my memory, but I'm qu- not quite sure. Uh. Oh! Is it big announcement time? Oh, that's what it was. It's big announcement oh, time. Oh, right. Uh, get ready to be, uh, unimpressed with us. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as many people, as far as you know, listeners, uh, we do. We have an announcement on this show right now, um, if you listen to us, most likely you listen to John Away, and you will most likely be buying tickets to their show in SummerSlam weekend on the Sunday before SummerSlam uh, at the John Candy uh, Box Theater. Yes. Part of Second City. Yes. They're doing a show on Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning before SummerSlam, all that stuff. Go to postwrestling.com for all of that. It's going to be cool. They're going to do a question, Q&A and all that stuff. Uh, I recommend going if you're visiting for SummerSlam weekend. However, that's on Sunday. On Saturday, there's a show called there's NXT. There's another show. There's a show called NXT TakeOver. And Which it's is the... Toronto. It's, these TakeOvers are like the, the season finales of the, of the product we watch. And yes. we talk about every Thursday on postwrestling.com. Yes, and we were wondering if anyone was uh, traveling to Toronto for SummerSlam weekend. For TakeOver Toronto, the same arena that the Raptors play in. Yeah. The ACC, uh, the Scotiabank. So we thought, why don't we do something to, to maybe hang out with our listeners? Yeah. Why don't we do a little pre-drink before the TakeOver? Why don't we do what we've been talking about? And that is the NXT TakeOver Tailgate. Yes. Yes. So, August 10th, from 1pm till 5pm, we have the whole of Wide Open, a bar on Spadina and Richmond, very short walk to the arena. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's going to be at our very first event. Tickets are seven fifty. Right. That's US it. dollars. Boom. Um, that's it. And we're going to have a Mario Kart tournament. Yes, I hereby declare myself as the Mario Kart champion. Fuck you if you think you're good at Mario Kart. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's right, so you. Are you going to be like uh, people do for the Royal Rumble? I am putting my name in for the Mario Kart tournament. 
I, I des- I'm I throwing my name in. I don't even deserve. I don't even need to. I I feel like the winner should face me. Oh, that's that, what that's, should happen. That's big talk. Big yeah, talk. fuck you. I'm better than Luigi. Will wash you. I don't care who you are. Toad, Princess Peach, it doesn't matter. I'll clean you out. But that's so, what's yes, going to be. Happening. We're going to have a, a Mario Kart tournament there. Well, maybe, we're going well, maybe to try have... Burial Kart as well. If anyone, maybe the final should be Burial Kart. Oh god. Kart. Oh god. Um, we're going to have. Uh, Past takeovers, screening throughout the thing, wrestling yeah, themes. We're going to be playing. doing a, a, a pretty much. A, they're trying to get tailgating legal here because right. of these Raptors and Jurassic Park yeah. things here in Canada, in Toronto. Tailgating is not legal. It is legal inside a bar. So come to Wide Open yeah. on Saturday, August the tenth. NXT Takeover Tailgate in Toronto. Come join us. Come hang out with us. We're uh, we're going to be selling wrestling themed drinks. Yes. Uh, but here's the kicker. We've been doing uh, some, like, watch-alongs, and we've been thinking we need to do our own uh, Q&A. Yeah. So, when you come to the TakeOver Tailgate, we are going to do a live Q&A with myself and, and Davey while we do a watch-along of Gargano versus Almas. Yes, from TakeOver <laughs> Philly. So, we'll have, uh, yeah, we'll have that match going on while we'll be talking about the match and taking your questions, yes. comments, whatever... Um, and we'll just be hanging out. Uh, I will say that this is a, uh, a takeover, the up next takeover tailgate. Uh, but to be completely honest with our listeners, this is the, the uh, launch party yes. for something between me and you. Uh, this is the launch party that's going to kind of, all this is going to go into our pool, our funds for uh, our potential Patreon, which we will be launching uh some time in the summer, and this yeah. is basically going towards that. So. This is we we need some uh, we need some equipment. We um, yeah, we, we just need to basically fund ourselves to get ourselves off the ground. Uh, a lot of you have especially recently been asking us about a Patreon yes. and stuff. This is this and is what this is. So even if you aren't coming to Toronto, uh, you know we'll we'll be doing a show. So this will be you know also recorded the, at some point. This is. I don't think you'll find anywhere selling a cheaper drink in the city on a Saturday. With wrestling, you can't find the Panama City Sunrise before takeover anywhere else. So we're going to have all drinks are five dollars, and then uh, we will have our premium wrestling cocktails yes. at a slightly higher price. We're but working on the else, we're working on the wrestling drink names. We got some we beer, got some crackers, um, draft beer, vodka, gin, tequila, whatever you want. And five if you bucks. and if you don't if you don't partake in uh, drinking, you got to come through anyways and hang out with us. Essentially, absolutely. So it's basically just a big hangout for. We're gonna play some wrestling themes. We're gonna play wrestling matches on the screens. It's just a big hang-up before the pay-per-view starts. And yes. you can you can literally walk or hop in an Uber. It'll take you nothing to yeah. get to the arena. So that's what's going to happen SummerSlam weekend. And if you're not coming, you can find the show somehow afterwards or yeah, we'll go live or some stupid or like Yeah, that. exactly. So, uh, so that's the big announcement. Yeah, and if you want tickets for this event, yes. go to postwrestling.com forward slash NXT tailgate. Yes. As simple as that. Postwrestling.com forward slash NXT tailgate. You'll be able to pick up your tickets from there very easily and then hopefully join us on the 10th of August. Yeah, I'm uh, going to WrestleMania weekend. That was a lot of fun. But I, I really enjoy uh, meeting a lot of listeners that maybe I haven't met before. And like meeting people that, you know, how they found the show or things like that. And it's in our own backyard here. 
at literally a bar we were, we go to all the time. We were there last night. We were going to see the we're going to see the game tonight with some of the staff exactly. from there. Like, so they're uh, our friends as well. This is this is legit, just like a huge hangout and let's have some fun before takeover. So uh, come join us and come hang out with us and help support up next. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be so much fun and I will kill you in Mario Kart. <laughs> so bring it. Bring it, bring it, bring it. So look out for that, postwrestling.com. Follow us on our socials for all updates and everything like that because we're going to be tweeting about it and posting about it uh, up until August 10th when it happens. Uh, so follow us at the Bray D and at Davey Portman. And uh, it, I'm, I'm super excited. I I'm really wait. excited. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, WH Park's going to show up. He is, yeah. He's going to show up. Maybe other people will show up. We don't Maybe. know. Who knows? Who, Who knows, knows who's going to be there? We can't. We can't. I'm going to confirm it. The Rock is confirmed <laughs> to go. <laughs> uh, the Rock's uncle, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> if you buy him a drink. Uh, okay. So that's all. I think that's all that we have to I think about. so. We talked a lot about... I bet this is where people are fast-forwarding now to trying to get to the NXT part. And this is where it, the NXT part will start. Right now. So, we go to NXT from June 12th, 2019, not in Full Sail University. In fact, this was from somewhere else. Baltimore. Oh. Good morning, Baltimore. I don't know that. You know, it's from Hairspray. Oh, no. sorry. <laughs> that, is, do you dream about that movie, too? Probably, yeah. Oh, right. Uh, it's Bel Air, Baltimore? The Credit Union Arena. Nice. Right, okay, hold on one second. Where is this? Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, they said Bel Air, though. Bel Air. Yeah, yeah. Who was not on the show? <laughs> Bianca Bel <laughs> Just saying. You could have had an insert promo. You could have had her saying. You could have just done anything. I don't know. Just saying. Maybe they just don't show that. Uh, so, this is technically a Hangover episode. Because this is like Leftovers. Like hangover Part 2. It's like... It's like one of those two-day hangovers where... Ooh, and I, hopefully... I, I haven't had one of those in a Hopefully while. next week is going to be the week when suddenly... You wake up and you feel great again. Right. After and the tape. ready to start life yeah. again. This, yeah, this was still kind of tying up some loose ends. They did tapings last night, uh, June 12th. I, I know, know spoilers keep popping up everywhere and I'm trying to avoid uh, them. Yeah, I, I you know. read them. No, I, I actually <laughs> avoided some of them. Okay. Um, but stuff that we can talk about, that's mm. kind of spoiler free. Um, they are doing this tournament and it's all, it's interesting. So they already taped some of it. It's a tournament with all new guys. Okay. New faces that are debuting for the first time. Like PC people. Yeah. Okay. And the winner of the tournament gets a title shot in NXT. Of any like title, a title shot of their choice. Yeah. Sure. So there's some, there's some interesting names and popping up. And Damien Priest debuts next week, doesn't he? There Isn't we go. That, wasn't there a vignette? Yeah. So. There we go. So okay. we're getting some new, cool, new faces. In. They're quickly realizing, hey, we need to like get some, get some new characters yeah, going. Yeah, freshen up. The new season going. So... Mm. Uh, that is what they did at the tapings. Uh, there's, uh, they announced this week that there's a steel cage in two weeks. They yeah. filmed that last night. Interesting. Um, there's a bunch of things that are going on, uh, in NXT. So again, I'm trying not to do the, the spoiler thing, but, uh, it looks like we'll have some interesting Exciting. things. Yeah. To lead, to take over Toronto. Yeah. But more importantly, the tailgate. The tailgate. Yeah, obviously. Uh, let's start off the show here. We get a tag team matchup. Io Shirai and Candice LeRae versus Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. Now, you already know what I'm going to say. Candice LeRae foreshadowing something. 
Was she wearing black lipstick? Dude, she's wearing dark lipstick. Oh, what oh. is going on? I was very concerned for Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir. Yeah. When Candice LeRae wears lipstick, dark lipstick, bad things are going to happen. When Ash turns his hat around, shit's going <laughs> down, you know? Uh, so I was a little concerned. Uh, Shayna Baszler is uh, like watching this match, kind of like, not ringside, but like weirdly, I don't know. Oh, and I know I already always say this but yeah. they've got new music oh my god <laughs> they have their own they music. have their own music now they yeah. used to come it's out to Shana's, Shana's. it's the let's play let's fight music yeah let's drink let's smoke yeah yeah um so Io Shirai and Candice LeRae Jasmine Duke Marina Shafir there's a bunch of back and forth between there's a, a ba- baseball slide from uh Candice LeRae there's uh judo throws from Marina Shafir and they say you know she's close friends with Ronda Rousey so she's the first few were like a little messy, but I love a good judo throw. Mm. I feel like judo throwing people at a bar is like underrated. That's an, that's a, like you you bar fights are shit. They're terrible. But to judo throw someone in a bar would be that's how you would win. <laughs> I feel after seeing what happened to Matt Ross in a bar play fighting, right? I I oh, never you, want to. Yeah, we your friend got his arm broken. Yeah, by arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't just judo throws. Yeah, he'd snap his arm again. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't want any physical contact uh, in the bar at, ever. <laughs> no, let that be. There is no wrestling at uh, our tailgate. It's not the room. Unless, <laughs> unless you want to try to German suplex someone off the apron. Yeah. yeah that's 200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> 200 we bucks. were actually discussing um, when coming up with our tail, uh, like our idea for the party we were like shall we get a kendo stick yeah 100% and it'll be like 10 bucks to hit Braden with the kendo stick I'm pretty sure everyone will want to I think you just set something (laughs) fuck's sakes Uh, 10 bucks I don't know you need to give me a little bit something more than 10 bucks I'm getting a hit with a one shot 10 bucks that's pretty good yeah (laughs) I'm seeing like who who would hurt me though how does it hurt more if you're strong 3 for 20 Three for no, <laughs> no. There's no deals. It's ten bucks a shot. That's it. Okay. And no headshots and no nut shots to the back. Just to the back. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll work. I'll think about <laughs> you it. You already seem convinced. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, ten bucks is ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Marina Shafir knows that she's judo throwing Candice LeRae all over the place. There's this weird abdominal stretch she's going for. It's like she's going for Ronda's finisher, but it's like a stretch almost. Yeah. It's very interesting. Morrow is like saying, like, yo, she's friends with Rhonda, so she's doing Rhonda's moves. It's just interesting. Um, the crowd is different because it's not full sail. It's comp- it's like an actual like arena almost. But yeah, it felt cool. It was like a it was more indie feel to it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think they were as into it as like you kind of maybe should have been. I thought the crowd sure. was kind of dead. I thought it was like families and stuff, which I'm like, eh, NXT is kind of different. Um... There's a the, the the two heels. Let's play. Let's fight. They're working on Candice LeRae and they're working on her not letting her tag in Io. The, they're stretching her around. They're throwing her around. Candice fights back, hits an enziguri, tags in Io Shirai. She comes in, hits the six one nine, hits the uh, baller elbow stomp. They actually, what did they call the well, uh, my six one nine this time? They didn't call it as that. Well, Morrow called the six one nine, then calls it Tiger Faint Kick. Okay, that's what right. it technically is. Okay, the move is called. Um, but obviously so many people now are doing the 619 cause, cause of Ray. Like yeah. people do super kicks, people do 619s. It's just become a, mm. you know, cash move. Like yeah. the Canadian destroyer. Just casual. <laughs> just cash. Just a transition. Yeah, just yeah. a transition move. The Canadian destroyer. Yeah. Uh, 
There's uh, the moonsault to the outside from Io Shirai. She is the genius of this guy. It's quite a beautiful moonsault. Uh, Candice LeRae hits a suicide dive. Then then Shayna Baszler gets thrown into some steel steps. And the ref is like, you know what, ladies? I'm done. I'm yeah. calling it. Behave yourself. Yeah, this is it. Go and on. he double DQs. It's a double count, double DQ, whatever. No contest. It's just a giant brawl between all these, all these women. And uh, they get split apart. Uh, the NXT security comes out. At this like house show, <laughs> they had them ready, and they they separate all the people here. Clearly, Io Shirai is not done with Shayna Baszler, and we will uh, learn that there will be a steel cage match mm. in the near future. So look forward to that. Are we this, seeing a moonsault off of that cage? I hope so. We got it. I don't read ahead, <laughs> but I want to see a moonsault yeah. off steel cage. Maybe she won't. I just I want to see it. Yeah. Um, this this really wasn't much. I know a lot of people shit on Jesmyn Duke and Marina Shafir. I will say this is like they're they're finally coming into maybe their own kind of thing, like their own their own characters kind of like they got their own music here and like it's still I'm gonna be honest, it's still not very entertaining I for think, me. No, me neither. I think the problem is is they they take a beating yeah. better than they give a beating. Yes. And these are meant to be your legit MMA fighters. Yeah. Like I think like Jesmyn has been eating those uh kendo stick shots yes. over the last few weeks and she basically took the brunt of the attack outside this week as well sure and i think yeah they seem to get beaten down well but you can't do it they they can't dish it out which is i just is strange them. imagine these on the main roster imagine these no, women I, on the main roster they, just, they just don't fit that no i really I, I i think there's something there with marina shafir i'm not so much into jasmine duke but again like this is developmental maybe they're just gonna i keep feel their better. gear does nothing for them as well no they I, were in different stuff it's like baggy shorts and a tank. It's like, I don't know. I feel for now they should maybe have a similar look to Shayna sure. until they break off on their own. I'm not saying this was bad. I'm just saying it wasn't very... It did nothing for Yeah, me. I yeah. thought this whole episode was kind of a house show, yeah. in my opinion. But uh, So it was... I, I just... To go back to Candice LeRae wearing lipstick, she, she just beat up people. She didn't really turn heel. Yeah. So. Oh, I took it... Yeah, I took it from this as well with EO that she... Um, she hasn't turned heel. She was just... She's so fed up of Shayna mm, and these mm, women's shit. Yeah, she's Shayna. And I think I said last week as well, it's a way to make her different from Kyrie. Right. Uh, it's not just Kyrie 2.0. They're, they're changing her character. So it's... Yeah, it's more aggressive. It's more just pissed off with how long these women have been to be honest, running the division. The way, the way Morrow, like pushes EO, like, the genius of the sky with the, the crazy moonsaults and mm. stuff. She's not doing crazy moves. Like, she's doing a moonsault in 619. Like, we we watch people do double salts and stuff. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of need her to maybe add some... She did the moonsault to the outside. Mm. She does it every time we see her. So yeah, it's like, you need to kind of... do it a bunch. We, yeah, we kind of yeah. need something a little more here because yeah. you're kind of... You're losing me, essentially. So, it's, like, a double shooting star. I need to see her do double <laughs> double moons. I need to see some crazy ass shit. Like you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. No, I'm not necessarily. But like, no, I know what you mean. Like yeah. even Charlotte is like, yo, I've been doing this moonsault for a few times. Guess what? I'm a bust out. A corkscrew. Cool. Yeah. It's you did sure. something different. Yeah, yeah. I know right? what you mean. Like, yeah, for just sure. Switch it up a little tiny bit. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, in that cage match, she's gonna do a double moon off of it, calling it. Um, we go to a uh, recap of Tyler Breeze in NXT, and we get Velveteen Dream. He's doing this, like, selfie promo on his phone. He says that it's beautiful, it's solid, and it goes forever. I'm not talking about the North American title. 
I'm talking about the dream. Are you ready for the next experience? Dream on. Yeah, short and sweet. Talking about his dick, it's great. <laughs> that's, that's, he's making a dick joke. Come on, that was a dick joke. That was a dick joke. Don't even. He says, it's beautiful, it's solid, and goes forever. Come on. Come on. That's how he started the promo. Fair enough, fair Come enough. Come on. I wouldn't just say that. Uh, I love this man. I, what's his match? What's, his, what's the, where is he going? He's got well, I, I assume the winner of this this tournament you've announced. I guess so. And if they're if the, if uh, Damien Priest is part of this, maybe that's that's the debut. That's like that. That's his uh, where he's heading to the US title. Well, because he's US, doing sorry, the North selfie. America. He's doing the selfie style. So it's like, are you still with Tyler Breeze? Like, are you? What do you? I don't know. No, I mean, I think he's, he's done just mocking it that he beat him. Yeah, like, maybe. Yeah. I mean, everyone's doing selfies these days. It's on, true. On, it's true. Yeah. Like Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne do one a bit later on. So yeah, that was fantastic. We'll get there. Please don't don't rush. <laughs> Sorry, don't rush to get me to the good stuff. Holy, <laughs> don't. Uh, we do get Damien Priest a vignette for him. He will be debuting. Um, again, it's like a weird Alistair Black who goes to the club. Yeah. Like okay, cool. <laughs> I'm down, but like I don't get it yet. But I think sure. I think I might like it. Maybe we go to the match. Maybe most people are tuning in for, and that is the submission match: Kushida versus Drew Gulak. Yeah, on NXT TV. Drew Gulak's had a busy week. Just, just yeah. Why is that? Um, I watched this week's two hundred five. Right. A lot of people on Twitter was like, "You should." Tune into yeah. 205 this week. You haven't watched it in a while. I haven't, no. Um, we had Chad Gable with his 205 debut against yes. Jack Gallagher, which was a great outing. But the main event was fantastic. It was yeah, Fatal 4-Way, Tazawa, yeah. um, Drew Gulak, um, Humberto Carrillo, and Oni Lorcan. Oh, nice. And the crowd boys. go from there are like polite 205 chants and this is awesome chants. Yeah. And then by the end, the crowd are pretty rabid. Like, okay. It, they really won them over this week, and mm. it's the first time I've seen the crowd as into it on a regular taping of this. Sure. Watch that Fatal 4-Way. Okay. It's a lot of fun. No, I heard and the Chad Gable stuff looks good, too. Yeah, so. like, the, the whole episode this week was very fun. Very uh, good. So you'll do a 205 review again soon, in 205 May, seconds. Maybe, maybe. That, no. that was actually about 205 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you finally <laughs> did it. You finally nailed it. Wow. Um, well, if you're a regular Monday Night Raw, main roster kind of person... This is this, this is the kind of stuff you tune into. Like you, if you, I don't even know what happened on Raw. Was there an arm wrestling match? Did some guy dress up who, as Blue's Clues? I don't know what cares. happened anymore. I don't yeah. watch. However, if you watch NXT, you get to see Kushida versus Drew Gulak in a submission match. Crazy, crazy. Uh, so let's start to start this off. Uh, Kushida, when they fought the last time, Drew Gulak was pinned. It was all submissions, but he was pinned, yeah. and, and that's what caused this this match to happen. Uh, Kushida basically dances around Drew Gulak early in this match, similar to the last match. It, it's the same style. It started off the same way. I noticed that. And so did Mauro Ronaldo. And Mauro Ronaldo says that Kushida is dancing around Drew Gulak like a fidget spinner. <laughs> and it's exactly what <laughs> yeah, he true. looked like. He looked like the fidget spinner. <laughs> so great. So cool. Especially with his gear that's, like, glowy. Um... There's a bunch of pride references, and I know it's June right now, and not that pride, but like pride, like fighting. Right, pride. sure. Um, and that was pretty cool. Morrow is so in depth of his, yeah, his knowledge. His stuff. Yeah, his knowledge is crazy. Uh, 
Kushida, there, there's so many submissions here. There's like arm holds, and they're, they're basically the story of this match is each guy is a submission expert, and they're both doing these similar moves on each other back and forth, counter for counter. It's really great. Uh, Kushida locks in like an arm bar. He's going for it. He's trying to extend the arm and hurt the the shoulder, and it looks like he it hurts. Um, there's there's uh, uh, the handspring kick from Kushida where he goes forward and hits you with his foot. I really enjoy that move. It's such a cool... He should do it every match. Uh, Gulak hits like a... It's like a slam. Uh, there's like an invert. It's like a body slam, but reversed, like inverted. Like you're, he slams you face first. Yes, it's really interesting. Looks really cool. Uh, Gulag is is an interesting. Wrestler. I like him a lot. He's, I, he's doing moves I didn't know existed yeah. sometimes, or like holds that I'm like, oh, that does look like it. I'd love to see a Daniel Bryan Gulak match. Yeah, true. Uh, there's a gory special, one of my favorite submission moves mm-hmm. to put on younger siblings. Um, <laughs> looks really, really great. He turns his own move, which is the gory special, which you have the guy like on your back and everything, stretching you out. He turns his own move into like a Walls of Jericho thing. Yeah. The submission expert here. Just crazy. Um, there's a side headlock, which he's not letting go of. And Morrow says, in the weird Morrow call says that this side headlock is as annoying as a robocall. <laughs> Just a... St- what a weird... A what? Robocall. Do you know what that is? No. Uh, here in Toronto, they're famous for Rob Ford, I believe, that used to do them, or Doug Ford. It's like a fake call. Like, hey, vote for me. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, it's okay. annoying. It's an annoying call. Right. Weird, weird yeah, reference. Cold, a cold call. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, okay. or sometimes they're automated. It's not even a real person. Sure. It's a robot thing right. saying, like, hey, vote for me. And I'll okay. take your trash out, you know, shit like that. Uh, there's an arm drag handspring into the dropkick, famous vintage Kushida move here. Uh, there's like a leaping through the ropes. Kushida leaps through the ropes and does like this DDT, tornado DDT, but he turns it into like the, the hover, is it the hoverboard lock is the Kimura. Yeah. Right. And he's he's trying to do that. He ends up in some like arm cross arm breaker, and he's trying to hyperextend the arm again. But Gulak does not tap out here, and they go roll through, roll through a lot. It's really crazy. Kushida ends up giving him an ankle lock. Mm-hmm. Drew Gulak counters that into an ankle lock seamlessly. It's crazy. There's an electric chair counter into like this like head scissors. I don't know really know what happened there, but they end up back into the ring. Um, there's a Don Fry mentioned. There's a back handspring elbow by Kushida, just like Tajiri always used to do. Yep. It's the classic Tajiri ode there. There's a tilt-a-whirl into the hoverboard lock, and Drew Gulak taps out instantly once the hoverboard lock was applied. I thought, what a great way to get over this submission. Yes. Because there have been multiple submissions applied yes. throughout the match where they've either managed to break out or right. like get to the ropes or have it locked in for a fair amount of time before... Moving on to the next right. thing. Whereas I, as soon as this hoverboard yeah. lock was locked in, tap out instantly. Because he's in so much pain. And knows, yeah, and he can't escape it. I, I thought, what a great way to really yeah. get this submission over. Uh, Drew Gulak proves himself every time I I, see I him. think he's fantastic. I do not watch a lot of 205 Live, so I, I'm not super familiar with a lot of his stuff. Uh, fantastic. And we, we've seen about three iterations of his character now. And uh, to be completely honest, going back to literally what I just said, I don't watch him a lot. Yeah. The, the, the way he presents his character, it, it's always moving. Oh, the character is never in the stale spot that no, you stay for like three years. Like when he was doing the whole... It changes like... It, I, I don't know why he's dressing up like Apollo Creed, but it, <laughs> it's adding to everything I do know about him. So I have to say, 
I don't know much about Drew Gulak. He is very smart in keeping something moving because wrestlers don't know how to do that. And and I think he's been brilliant in every iteration of his character. Yeah. Like his stuff, his like dorky comedy stuff Power with Enzo yeah. was very fun. His no fly zone, all that was a yeah. lot of fun. And, they and now it up here, Morrow was mentioning. Yeah, that and now he's just like a serious competitor. I think the whole outfit coming to the ring is is just to give it more that athletic sure, of feel. Course. Um, rather like than like a robe which is very pro wrestling this yeah. is like this is my it's boxing attire yes basically yeah. isn't it like I'm here for a fight I'm ready to go no I'm all in for Drew Gulak he makes it feel real like I, I think can we have him I, can we keep do, him do we have him now can we keep him I think we can we keep can him keep we him, should right? keep him yeah let's ask who do we ask Regal who do we, I don't even Drake know Drake Maverick maybe uh, they don't they're just actors we'll, not... we'll, ask, we'll ask Drake and William just say Triple H. Yeah. Paul, come Paul, on, man. Paul, Give can it. we have Drew? Can we we have, have we have this show, Paul, <laughs> called Up Next, and we want to talk about Drew Gulak more. Can we just have him? Yeah. We'll trade you. Who would we do for, who would we trade for Drew? How about we be hey, if we get Drew Gulak, you get free admission to our tailgate <laughs> on August the tenth. You heard it here first. <laughs> Drew Gulak's gonna be there. Drew no. Gulak and Triple H and The Rock. <laughs> and The Rock's uncle. Uh so Drew Gulak tapped out. The hoverboard lock is a dangerous dangerous move. Yeah. I mean Brock Lesnar broke people's arms with He this did. Move. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Gulak shakes the hand of Kushida after this match begrudgingly he's like uh yeah well he appreciate he was pissed last time because <laughs> right. he, he he went in pinned. for like a certain type of match and, and that's not what yeah. you got and he was like okay granted you're the better man today well done and thank you and then he walks out I like that yeah I really enjoyed this if you're gonna watch anything from this week go watch this match uh, or this next segment to be honest with you Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne they too are doing a selfie video you want me to describe? I'm going to describe this, but yeah, go for it. They're making fun of Mia Yim, and they say that Mia Yim has a title shot because Mia Yim beat Bianca Belair. Well, you know what? Mia Yim is a is a lower. She's a, she's a lower. Yeah, they, they've mean? been saying this a fair bit. Yeah, but is it trying? To, are they trying to get it real over? Have you ever used people use this word? I've never heard it, and so no. I mean, I I can get what it means. Yeah, I get like, what it means. They like, keep on trying it. A lower. Maybe we just don't know this because we don't associate ourselves with these kind of nasty people. <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't hang out with... I don't hang out with negative people. I, their gimmick is they're like the mean girls. Yeah, like they're clueless bougie mean girls. Mean girls. Yeah, yeah. bougie, yeah. Better than everyone, yeah. Yeah, I hate those kinds of people. Yeah. So maybe that's why I don't like these characters. Yeah, well, they're doing it well. Yes. I think I think on this side of the characters, they're they're fine. Uh, they say that Mia Yim is a lower. She brings down the women's division lower. <laughs> she they say that Mia Yim doesn't look like a champion. She doesn't talk like a champion. She certainly can't read or write. I'm like, what? Yeah, I found all this. <laughs> Wait, what, where did that come from? Wait a second, what? <laughs> I think they're going. Yeah, they bring up her Twitter account where I guess her grammar and. She might be someone that uses you are instead of you are, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, they bring up, they say, you know, uh, right here we have uh, we have some books here to, to, to give to Mia Yim. Yeah. We have some books to donate to Mia Yim that'll help her out. We got the Fashion Bible, which is like all fashion stuff. I guess they're not a fan of Mia Yim's uh, cargo pants. Baggy pants, yeah. Whatever she wears. Yeah. Wu-Tang tank tops. They say They also have another book for her. English for Beginners. And Grammar for Dummies. No, I'm not going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) 
they say that we refuse to step into the ring with her because we don't step in the ring with trash. Damn. So step up, Mia Yim. And they walk off. Yeah. <laughs> this, I mean, I... You, you, you watch this and you don't like them, so they're doing it well. Like I watched this and got lower. I would say, I would... These these women should know how to take a selfie. They were holding that camera way too close to their faces. Like, Aaliyah, where, yes. where are the angles? It's all like, about the angles. Girls know how to use girls the angles. definitely know how to use angles. I know how to use angles. Yeah. Everyone should know how to where use angles. Where were the angles? The angles were not here. Uh, the angles were the angles were lower. Yeah. The angles were definitely lower. Uh, I don't know. I don't like it when... I actually didn't mind it, but something made me upset. And it was when they were Which like... Yeah, good. I, that's the effect they're getting when they said she can't read or write I found this weird yeah, yeah I was I like what the weird. fuck like what that's stupid the only time that ever made me laugh is when McGregor would make fun of Mayweather <laughs> I, I think with here for me I don't know if you got this but if this was uh, a promo against a Caucasian lady in the division sure I think they'd be like oh they're just calling her stupid I found it it, it seemed odd because I, I, is obviously Asian descent. It like my, just, my head goes there, whereas I don't think that's what they're going for. No. I think they're going for her like from her Twitter account and stuff like that. One hundred percent. But yes. when you've got that image in your head, it's like mm, seems a bit weird. Saying just, here's a book, how to learn English. Yeah, do you know true, what I mean? True, like one hundred percent. I didn't even think of it like that. But okay, you're absolutely you didn't, right. Like, I that's, did it. that's where my head went, and I was like, it I know, me, yeah. I know they're not going for that, right? But this is it's something you've got to be careful about. Sure, sure. Um, I just, I just thought that so was. I thought that was yeah, a bit poor. I thought that was. I thought that was a bit lower. Yeah, yeah. I just was like, oh, okay. Well, like what? Mm. She's a, it's wrestling. I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way. I guess. Sure. And maybe that is why subconsciously I was like, yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about it, so maybe it did work. I don't know. Uh, I I don't like their wrestling, so continue to do these, please. Yeah, for right now. Yeah, this. Like, I'm sure we'll see them at, on the pre-show. <clears throat> like they'll have a Leah in the six for sure. Yeah, they try so hard every time. It doesn't yeah. really work out. <laughs> I don't know if Toronto really is she cares. the only Canadian we've got in NXT at the moment. Got Tyler like Breeze. Toronto. True. Yeah, Tyler Breeze. He's uh, Vancouver, is he? Yes. Do we have any more Toronto Torontonians? Uh, no, but I wish Kona Reeves was from Toronto. Yeah. No relation to Keanu. Oh, that was something. I was expecting maybe I thought he was him show up showing up. They didn't like, even mention Just him. at the end of it. They didn't even mention his name. They didn't say the word finest. They didn't do yeah. anything. They, didn't, they, was, they were kind of teasing that about Kona Reeves joining a vision. I wonder, because... Um, is commentary done post on some of these? Some. It's very funny watching some of the commentary. So maybe... Maybe this was already taped when they right. inserted that line yeah, last yeah, week true. about Kona Reeves and Vanessa Bourne have been, like, aligning themselves. With and then we'll other. have them... They're going to teach Kona Reeves how to read and write and properly, like, dress <laughs> right. Even though he he's the finest. Yeah. He, he does all these things. Uh, yeah, put them together. Fuck it. Kona Reeves has been, like... He's on fire. Winning me over a bit. He, he's the greatest. I want to see it. He's the finest. He better be uh, in, the, in the pre-show. Yeah. Of... Uh, Maybe he wins this tournament. No, he's already been on TV. I think it's only people who haven't been on TV. Okay. Oh, true. Yeah, no, you're right there. He should still win it. He's the finest. Everyone knows that. Uh, so, don't be a lower is what I learned today mm. on NXT. Steel cage match in two weeks is advertised. Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai in a cage. We get a recap of your favorite NXT newcomer, Mansoor. Oh, yeah. Who won the Battle Royale in... Uh, 
Sorry, what did I just call it? Battle, Battle Royale. Royale. Sorry, I was actually watching <laughs> You're clips thinking of... Casino Royale. I, no, I was thinking of Battle, Battle Royale. Royale. Yeah, I was watching some clips of it the other day. We, I want to review that in the near future. Sure. Battle Royale, yeah. one of my favorite movies ever. Um, I went on this weird YouTube wormhole of watching... Um, so, you know the movie The Grudge? Yes. But, like, there's original versions of it. There's yeah, yeah, multiple there's, movies of it. Okay. I was watching some of those. Like, original... Right. I had to read subtitles, like, Japanese... The Japanese ones. Scary sure. horror movies. Yeah. Japanese ghosts are scarier than non-Japanese yeah. ghosts. So, that's what I've been sure. up to. Anyways, and I started watching clips of Battle Royale, and I was like, man, I missed this movie. I don't want to watch it again. Gotta get that Blu-ray. Anyways. The Battle Royal, mm. which Mansoor won. Yeah. I don't think he'd fare as good in Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, Mansoor won, and it was Pandemonium and Jeddah. We watched this. We yeah, thought it was we, we cool. were pretty positive about. We this were positive movie. about yeah. it, but it just doesn't. It was like when was it Braun who won that thing? It's like we yeah. just made this right now, and now it's supposed to. Well, mean so I much. think this made more sense because yeah. it was giving. It was just giving that home crowd pop. Whereas when they do these battle royals for nothing, yes. it's like or a trophy or whatever. That was it's not like, a good. What battle is royal. the point? That was not a good battle royal. That whole oh, show no. was not good. No, but. It was just interesting. But we've been watching him. We've, we've called it. on. The, you called it on the show. They brought him on TV and he won a few weeks back. And we, you said well, they, specifically they, because... In the last month, they had him on 205 Live. Yeah. Oh, no, no. NXT UK. NXT UK. And NXT. He's probably been on TV three or four times. So. And you said he won a match and you said, I, I bet you he's going to go in the Battle Royal and he'll probably win it. And then the dude showed up and won. I think he's a great representative because he, he's only going to get better. And he's... Good on the mic, and yeah, his, he, seemed, he seemed genuine. His wrestling is very passable, and yeah, is only going to improve. So, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some more of him. Uh, next week on NXT TV is the Undisputed Era, and their Undisputed Champion. We're going to get a celebration. It's a nice. celebration with the Undisputed Era. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, that'll be next week. I assume this will set up. Uh, whoever's interrupting this celebration will be the Toronto match. I'm sure they got a while away, but because these celebrations always go interrupt, what? are always interrupted. It's like you can't have a good wedding, or you can't there have a cake a that isn't someone doesn't get pushed into. There hasn't been a good wedding in a while. Mm. They need another wedding. Have we? We've never had an NXT wedding, have we? Ugh. That's what I'd like. <laughs> Vanessa Bourne and Kona Reese. Yeah, <laughs> who would? Who would be the... That's uh, who you go with? You don't go with Johnny and Candice? You don't go with the... No! They're already married. Yeah, they're already married. No, Kona Reeves, Vanessa Bourne. Who would be like the... Uh, the like... What is it? Officiator? Yeah. Uh, who would be... Robbie Brooks, that. Eric Bugenhagen. <laughs> or or Rick, Rick Boogers. Yeah, whatever he changes his name Ricky to. Boogs. There's a lot of name changes yeah. going on. Um, we're talking about this tournament that's like a lot of names we haven't seen and mm. that's the whole purpose a lot of the names we haven't seen because we don't even know what these names are because the people have been changing yeah. their names like Trevor Lee's like Cameron Grimes <laughs> it's actually a great way to introduce all these people because they've signed a lot of people recently they have picked up so many people and a lot of indie guys who are sort of chilling who are ready they don't necessarily need a lot of the performance stuff yeah performance center stuff they're ready for TV um, so yeah what a great idea this tournament there's some there's um, there's some names showing up in NXT. Not just the men either. There's some former Impact people that are showing up uh, this this past taping. So yeah. I know a lot of people are looking at uh, Eli Drake from TNA from Impact, and they're wondering where he's going to go. And people are like, oh, they should sign him. They should sign him. I just don't know if he fits that. Remember when Bobby Roode 
was signed to NXT and everyone thought that was a good idea. Yeah. Let's just remember, it wasn't. So I don't want the history to repeat itself in NXT. I like the way NXT has this cool vibe. I don't like when it's changed. I like as well that the NXT audience are very open to this, whereas where you can do a, a whole tournament of unknown guys, yeah. and I'm sure the crowd are going to give it the respect it deserves. You're never going to do this on Raw. Imagine if even with NXT guys, right. they go, we're going to do an NXT tournament on Raw. The crowds are not going to dig it at right. all. I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what the crowds do to these, because I don't know how you would respond. Uh, I, think they'll, I think they'll be very positive and supportive. I guess we got to wait till we watch yeah. this tournament. It'll be great. We will be reviewing it week by week here on Up Next. Uh, let's go to our main event for tonight in Baltimore. Shock the system. It is Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly... Versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. 1-2 versus the Undisputed Era. Now, this was supposed to be Bobby Fish, but because of that ladder match, he is injured. Uh, you would think Kyle O'Reilly wouldn't want to be wrestling after that match. But yeah. no, here he is. He's chipper. fine. He's just chipper. <laughs> He's just chipper. Uh, I follow him on my socials on the, the internet. Have you ever been on the internet? Yeah, I once great. twice. Kyle O'Reilly just bought a house oh, nice. in Florida. Cool. Bless you, Kyle O'Reilly. I've got to say, and I love Bobby Fish. I think I prefer this iteration. Between the two of them? I prefer, yeah, Kyle and Roddy. It's da- the dangerous waters for Bobby Fish. Mm, <laughs> no, no pun there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do love me some Bobby Fish, but there is a part in this match that made me go, oh, I, well, um, it's it's where they hit Chasing the Dragon, but it's Roddy doing the lift. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. You can't be doing that. Uh, this match starts off with a chop fest. If Oni Lorcan is in a match, you're getting slapped. Oh, yeah. Straight up, top of the head, in the face, chest, no matter what. Oni Lorcan on 205 is something I want to watch. Mm. Like, I, it, it should draw me in more. I, I need to watch him because I really love this guy. He's so good. Yeah, when we'll you watch this match this week. When you like, look after at, this, like, yeah. go back and watch it. It was great. I gotta check it. Because when you look at Oni Lorcan, he doesn't look like you're... Your standard WWE wrestler. People probably go, you're a wrestler. Yeah, he's got a weird build. He's like quite lanky but skinny. Or, he almost was, like a sort of Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. sort of body type. Yes, exactly. Uh, Biff Busick was his name, I think, yeah. on the, in, the, in these. He's good. And I really like him. And Danny Burch, too. These guys work so well together. And in fact, I love the outcome of this match simply because these guys deserve some some shine sometimes. Yeah. Especially after that ladder match yeah. that takeover. Everyone's talking about you know the Street Profits won and stuff, but... The other guys in the match did a lot of the blunt work, too. And yeah, NXT completely. Tag Team Division is is still on fire, and it's because of these guys here. Uh, there's Chop Fest. There's a brawl. Uh, there's a tope by Oni, which he always hits. He hits his half-and-half half suplex, which is just a beautiful-looking move. Danny Burch hits some knee strikes on Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Mauro Analo says that Danny Burch is the kind of guy that loves to fight, loves a pint to make a good night. Mm. Isn't that, isn't that Who just, doesn't? Who doesn't love having a pint and a fight? Yeah, just not at the tailgate. Just remember that. It's like, uh, what is it? The uh, on South Park, the Russell Crowe fighting around the world today. Yeah. Fighting around the world. <laughs> he hated that, didn't he? Like, sue them. I on think that? so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then they did that episode. Like, like, I think it was to celebrate the 500th episode, which was all the celebrities South oh, Park have ever offended, God. ganging up to take out South Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Russell Crowe fighting around the world today. It's like drinking beer and fighting with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a lot. That's Danny Birch. Yeah, that's his gimmick. <laughs> Drinking so beer and fighting. Uh, so Danny Birch loves to fight people. 
and he loves to drink, but he uh, somehow gets, he ends up getting a backbreaker from Roderick Strong, of course, as you do if you get in the ring with him. Uh, there's a bunch of knees and, like, running knees to, like, the kidney from Kyle O'Reilly is, like, like gets on top of the guy and, like, palm strikes him. Looks so, like, you're, like, he's just beating yeah. you up. He's just owning you. Um, he does a sliding knee to, like, the, the, like the, the kidney or the liver. It made my liver hurt <laughs> just from watching. No, that was the alcohol from yesterday. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly with the palm strike, he's, he's a goat. There's a blockbuster from Oni, which allows him to finally tag in Danny Burch again. He's on fire. He hits exploder suplexes. He headbutts Kyle O'Reilly and power bombs him for a two count. And as soon as Kyle O'Reilly kicks out, he grabs the shoulder that he lift he lifted and turns it into a crossface. Great spot. I love this move. It was in the uh, the Rocky Romero El Fantasmo yes, match. Yes. And I love the the pin and the kick out and just grabbing Instantly. the limb that's being kicked out yeah. to apply a submission. Right, right. That looked good. Yeah. I think it looks great whenever yeah. something like this happens. Yeah, it makes it, you're you're on top of your shit. Yeah. yeah, the guy kicked out, fuck you, now you're in a hold. I I like that. Uh, however, it was not enough. The crossface uh, gets beat up here. Um, and Danny Birch or is it, uh, sorry, is it Kyle O'Reilly who does it? Does the greatest clothesline in the history. They call it the Nigel McGuinness pendulum clothesline. But well, we all know it famously in more recent years in wrestling. Dean Ambrose. Uh, the classic clothesline. You know it hurts more when you bounce off the The lunatic ropes. lariat. The lunatic lariat. Do we see that in AEW? I think not. I don't think, I I don't don't think he's so. bringing that move back. No. I think he's going to tease it and never do it because it's terrible. Yeah. It only ever looked good once. Yes. And that was the first time first he time did it, it made, and yeah. it was, I think it was Luke Harper, it was in the Wyatts versus yes. Shield, yes. and Luke Harper fucking throws him so hard in the ropes, right. it looks like he falls into it, and then and comes back. back. Ever since then, it's looked so yeah. contrived. Yeah, 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 I don't, that's my least favorite move. The buckshot Larry is sick, though. Yeah. That one's different. Uh, well, Kyle things Ryan, hurt more when you flip. Things hurt more when you bounce off ropes, and when you, you know, all sorts of things, yeah. or on the apron. That's Kota Ibushi. Um, there's the the Dean Ambrose lunatic lariat. Uh, Maro calls it uh, the pendulum thing because mm. of Nigel. Um, and then this is where Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly hit Chasing the Dragon. Mm. And it made a tear come down my Aww. face for Bobby Fish. Poor Bobby. I missed Bobby Fish. Do we know how long he's out? I don't know, but he's his arm is in a sling. So oh, can't be good. That can't be good yeah. for Bobby Fish. However... The chasing the dragon was broken up. It was only a two count. A slugfest ensues. It's pandemonium left and right. There's Roderick Strong hitting high knees out of nowhere. But then, out of nowhere, Jackson Riker shows up on the apron, uh, on the entrance ramp. He comes down to the ring. Uh, he choke slams some like random jobber cop guy. I don't even know who this guy came from. He just came out of nowhere. Jobber cops. We need that as a movie. <laughs> Oh my god. Jobber Cops. Jobber Cops. <laughs> it's got such a great name. Is it a doc or is it... <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know It yet. goes behind the but scenes of every go- Jobber Cop ever on WWE history. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name is uh, Tom. You might know me as uh, Jobber Cop 3 from when uh, I got pulled apart between uh, Austin and Rock. <laughs> Jobber Cops in WWE are what red shirts are to Star Trek. They're the putties. Do, do you know what about yes, red shirts? Yes, yeah, they, they just—they're the, they're jobbers. Yeah, yeah, they're putties. Yeah, <laughs> they're jobber cops. Jobber cops. Well, <laughs> Jackson Riker chokeslams one of them, 
and this causes such chaos. Distraction finish here, which allows Danny Birch to roll up Kyle O'Reilly, and they get the pin. Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan can pin the Undisputed Era here because Jackson Riker got involved. From the distraction. Whoa. So uh, what's going to happen here? I found, yeah, I found it weird <clears throat> Jackson Riker didn't really just beat up all of them because that's why he came out. He yeah. was pissed. But, yeah. And he got through the job of cop. So why didn't he just... I just I, I just didn't understand what was happening. This match was fine. Yeah. I was expecting a bit more. Me too. I think maybe... This like, whole show was a house show. Yeah, you, but you know what? They worked... All of these guys worked so hard yes. in that uh, TakeOver 25 match two weeks ago that, um, yeah, I forgive him for not going. Yeah, especially... Like, you can't go all out all the time. No, definitely not. Um, and this was a fun match. It was fine. I just think you see these four are going to go up, up against each other and you expect a little more. Yeah. Uh, again, this whole episode... Maybe I'm is, being greedy. No, yeah, you are. But this was like a tape somewhere different. Sure. Like it was, just, it, yeah. it just felt like a different a house show after Takeover as well. It's like we're still in that weird like lull of like we don't know what's going on kind of thing. It was the DVD extended edition of the Hangover. You would get yeah, you would get this, this these matches like as a special feature. Yeah, so it was it wasn't bad, but you know nothing uh, nothing crazy. Um, also ended really suddenly. Like Jackson, Jackson Riker done. Yeah, done. It's like well, that's all, folks. Bye. Hey, yeah, sometimes you gotta go. Yeah. You know, sometimes you, you just gotta. Uh, it was, yeah, it was it, a fine episode of NXT. Very skippable this week. It not was a, much. It was a lower story. Yeah, it was. It was a lower. Yeah, it was a lower. Uh, did you watch any of the NXT UK? I did not. I just. Well, I just started before recording, watching the okay. main event. Um, so. Just some notes from there. Go for um, it. Uh, they did a like a vignette on Travis Banks and him, like his whole story, essentially, what, since being in WWE NXT. Um, and facing Walter soon for the UK mm. title, which will be a pretty good match if you ask me. That sounds good. Yeah, uh, Travis Banks versus Walter is coming soon. Uh, the main event of the UK this week was British Strong Style. Yes, Pete Dunne, uh, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven versus Imperium. Mm. Walter, uh, Fabian Eichner, and Bartel. Yeah, Marcel, Marcel Bartel. Bartel. Um, this I didn't like it. I didn't like oh, no? it. No, I was like British Strong Style should be your money maker. Yeah, and it didn't feel like it at all. It felt like it was you dumping the money out the sink. How come? I was like I don't know. Something was so off. I, I could feel maybe I was, but I wasn't. I just watched it like casually, and I was like, Was it the crowd or what? Definitely were they the crowd too. The crowd was definitely not into it as much. They were in Glasgow, I believe. Okay, this was clearly taped a long time ago because this is where we get the re-debut. Of Alexander Wolf, yeah, which I heard about months month, ago, maybe two months. So ago even. why do they think I'm supposed to care about this show if they don't care about this yeah. show? I'm sorry, but what? I was taken out of it completely. I didn't. Okay. I didn't find it very good. As soon as you see Pete Dunne, you should be like, "Oh, he's my, he's the man." It, I should be pumped. Were they all just phoning it in? Like, I, felt, like, I don't want. I don't like to say that about people. Sure, maybe they weren't, and that's disrespectful. But like, something I, was off. Something it was not working. Play. Yeah, mm. it was not working. I love all six of those guys. Yeah, that should have been the main event of a takeover. Yeah, and I we should be losing our minds talking about how crazy the six man tag was. Yeah, but that's not the case. So I don't know. Something was just definitely off. Do we see uh, and is, a fourth person joining? Yeah, because like, why style? is Wolf joining them? They don't need him. 
That's actually making it a negative. Well, I think that's good for Wolf. It's good for Wolf, not good for them. Yeah. Not good for them. I, I, I took me... I, there's three of them already, and I love all three of them. They're already beasts. You don't need the extra. Well, are they are they going to try and do like a... Undisputed, undisputed Era? Gimmick with them. I don't know. I just didn't really like it. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's... Because Alexander Wolf like... takes his... The, he reveals. He takes his mask off, and the crowd's like, whoa, they wake up, and then they're like, oh, oh wait, oh, oh, all right. Because they're excited. Yes, a reveal. Oh, it's you. Okay, cool. Like yeah. they didn't care. The crowd goes mild. Okay. So I was like, uh, that's how I felt watching it. Be interested to see it over the next four month, a uh, few months rather. Right. If two hundred five ends up getting some sort of four man stable, because it it could be for like war games down the line. Sure. Like cross promotion thing could be. Alexander really cool. Wolf is good. I just I was like maybe they don't need him right now. Okay. That's my thing. Yeah. I really. We've been talking on this show past year of we we got to see Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel as like jobbers in the tag team division, and I kept saying these are my two favorite because they they're, yeah. Like, that, they're I mean, amazing. they killed it against Undisputed, <clears throat> killed All it against time. One Two, and now they're paired paired with Walter, and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's such a good idea. Yeah, and they haven't really done much, and then now that they are like, yeah, this is what's happening. I'm like, uh, this yeah, is the all I all I can assume is they're adding another man to British Strong Style who for something. Legero. God. They did a promo <laughs> on Legero this week, and he talked about how he was born with his eye closed shut. Okay. And it wasn't open till he was eight years old. Right. And that yeah. he was always bullied for his looks, and that's why he wears the mask. Yeah. And I felt like an asshole after watching it. Oh. And I was like, you know what? I respect you now. Okay. Simply, this is all you got to do in sometimes in WWE. Yeah. Do a little promo explaining things. It doesn't help people so much. Oh, completely. Like, watch Raw sometimes, and there's so many characters you don't understand, and then they do a vignette package or something, and they're, like, behind the scenes. NXT is better at it than me. NXT's roster. great at it. Yeah. They do it all the and time. And then all of a sudden you go, huh, it makes now you care. I care about that. That makes to- so much sense. So, NXT UK is good at that as well. Uh, I thought so. Good. So, other than that, there wasn't much else. Uh, so, that's NXT in general, I guess. Yeah. Uh, should we go to some feedback? Yeah, let's. Forum.postwrestling.com is where we post every Wednesday night for the feedback, and we'll read it on the show. Davey, go first. We have Harry from Houston. Mare episode of NXT with a head-scratching DQ finish in the first match to protect Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke, who they have not been nervous about jobbing out all so far. The Kushida Gulak match was great, and the tag match was pretty good, but the distraction finish was nonsensical, and I hope we get a, an explanation for it soon. Also, have you guys noticed the absolute silence from Gargano on social media? Mm. You would think he would have said something about the TakeOver match by now, but he hasn't tweeted a thing since last Saturday. Do you think he's done with NXT? I hope not. I really want him at SummerSlam. Uh, Speaking of Gargano, I have a suggestion for something you guys might have fun doing on the show. My wrestling buddy and me recently tried to rank all of Gargano's TakeOver matches, including the DIY matches. It was... Actually, extremely hard to rank them once you get to the top ten or so because they are all so excellent. And putting Black versus, and putting Black versus Gargano at eighth hurt my soul. <laughs> Anyways, just something I thought that could be fun for you guys to do at some point. I've actually mentioned to you before about um, I'd like to do something on Gargano once he finally leaves. Leaves because his whole story is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, Maybe we'll do a special show. Like he's just someone that deserves. Like a DVD. Yeah, I know they're kind of like in the past now, but yeah. a DVD of Special, his story going from coming in to NXT and onwards. Yeah, it's 
I'd be very interested in doing something like that. We should also do not so much a top 10 Gargano matches, but top 10 NXT TakeOver matches in general. We just run, yeah. run, review them and run them, run them down. So. Maybe that's something we can do on the YouTube. Exactly. So that means you got to go follow us, yep. people. BD official. Uh, Gargano leaving NXT sounds like where awful, we go from here. Awful. But we are Cole now. Cole's leading us into the new era, the Undisputed Era. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm really worried for Gargano. Uh, I'm really worried about Gargano because, you know, a lot of people in the beginning of the year, past few months, were like, ooh, wrestler of the year, Johnny Gargano. Then this, this fucking Brit named Will Ospreay starts having bangers every time yeah. he wrestles. I'm going to have a hard time choosing my wrestler yeah, of the year between those between two. Those two. Maybe have them wrestle one day, just saying. Mm. Holy shit. Uh, let's go to next. Jesse from the six. I canceled my WWE network subscription again before the Saudi show. So I won't be watching NXT for a while. I'll probably resubscribe in August to get caught up before takeover North until then. I must rely on the dulcet tones of the Brady and dragon Dave (laughs) to keep me abreast of all the doings on the black and yellow brand. Hey, dragon Dave's getting over (laughs) dragon Dave. It's not getting over. It will. It will. (laughs) He says, thank you for your hard work, and I look forward to hearing what this big announcement is. Says, P.S. Davey, I hope you feel properly shamed for wanting to see that Goldberg-Taker match. Not for any political reasons, just because it was bad, and you should feel bad. You should feel bad. (laughs) I don't know why, but... But but come to the tailgate. (laughs) Jesse from the 6th will definitely be there. I miss you. I don't feel bad, but I miss you. I miss him too, actually. I don't think he likes us. No? no, because of that match. Yeah, he's against us now. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we have Dave from Sydney, not Dragon Dave from Sydney, not Dragon <laughs> Dave from Sydney, like Dynamo Dave from Sydney. Been a while between posts, but I had today off and thought I would dig into NXT early rather than watching it on the weekend. Yeah, not a bad show. Lots of filler, sadly. Submission was a bit of a letdown. However, hopefully this means Kashida can move on to a new storyline now. The two horsewomen are still struggling in ring. They don't seem to get the flow of wrestling, and it's more so moves with no sequence in between. By God, Aaliyah is still terrible. That close-by promo was proper trash. Tag match main event was fine until Dad Riker showed to, decided to show up and demonstrate his non-wrestling ability. I don't read ahead, but Scene Regal has announced a cool tournament coming up soon featuring the fresh meat at the PC, including a few Aussies. Oh, This tournament is such a good idea to showcase talent before making the jump from the PC. Shows uh, from the PC shows to then the main screen. Good way to also test some of these outrageous names they have been given also. <laughs> P.S. Braden, I hope Godzilla didn't destroy you too much. No. But uh, I'll probably be destroying a toilet in the near future. <laughs> uh, what Aussies are in the tournament that he's talking about? Because uh, that's interesting. There, there are a few. I, I'll need to look them up again, the signings. We were playing but... 2K last night and Nick Miller's in the game. And we were like, oh man... <laughs> Nick Miller. What was the match we did last night? It was Sting versus King Booker <laughs> versus Sin Cara. We went on our YouTube live, and, I, and our uh, listener who's always listens to us, he probably wrote feedback, Jake, he tuned in live, yeah. and we were like, hey, Jake, who should we wrestle as right now? And he, he said King Booker, so yeah. I, I chose King Booker. I do what the fans want. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to see uh, I want to see some more Aussies in my, in my NXT. I want to see uh, Sign Adam Brooks, the ledge. Uh, let's go to PJ River. I like Beth Phoenix, but Nigel and Morrow are so perfect together, they don't need anyone else. Damn, yeah. I didn't even notice Beth wasn't there. I did notice. They said, Beth is on assignment. 
She's busy tweeting... Uh, Hasn't David Otunga been on assignment for like three years now? <laughs> Do you remember he went on assignment for two weeks? Booker T came back and since then we've had Booker. What's the assignment? We've had, we've had Coachman and now Renee. What's the assignment? <laughs> Where are you being sent to? <laughs> the assignment is stay home. Uh, we don't want you. Uh, Beth Phoenix... Uh, was not on commentary, and they told me right away. And I didn't really notice, because Nigel and Morrow are legit perfect together. Yeah. Um, they don't need enough. They don't need Beth. Have you been following the the Becky-Beth thing? Oh, yeah, it's Yo, been fantastic. Becky is fucking savage. Yeah. The one about, basically, uh, Beth... Sorry, Becky makes fun of Beth's NXT commentary. Right. She says on Twitter, like, Edge, let your let your woman talk for yourself. Oh, actually, I've heard her do that on NXT. She's not good at it. <laughs> I fucking lost my mind. Yeah, Edge has been quite savage as well. Edge is a savage, but I felt Becky won. And I love Edge. Edge is my guy. Edge is my favorite heel ever. There's no bigger dickhead than Edge. But he tried to go for, like, the pictures about Rollins. Yeah. Whereas Becky was more so like, like ripping them both, and he kind of went for the cheap. He, if I was him, I could have. You could have done it better. I don't know. I'm getting in this has been Twitter outed fight. as a work though. Yes, of course. One hundred percent. I think I heard it on John Way's show. Ric Flair got worried and was like, <laughs> contacted Edge and is like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and Edge is like, "No, calm down, Rick. It's a work." So. Maybe, are they building to Beth Phoenix versus Becky for Good. SummerSlam do or something? Do it, yeah, no, do it. Oh, it had to be a work, come on. Yeah, oh no, obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Ric Flair, though. Oh, Edge, Edge seem, seems, not doesn't seem like the guy who'd no. be doing this. No, not one thing. He, like, the character of Edge that you're used to seeing in, like, 2006 mm. or whatever is the complete opposite of the person, I yeah. feel. So, yeah, I, I've just been enjoying it. Yeah, it's very it's funny. funny. It's very clever. <laughs> I Poor Rick. <laughs> <laughs> We don't talk about uh, our, our god in our household like that. Ric Flair is the legend. Yeah, uh, He goes on to say a little bit more. Sorry, what else did he say? I got on the P.S. Way. He says, P.S. Like Davey, I'm a huge Goldberg fan. He's in my Mount Rushmore. But that match with Taker was utter shite. Too bad because his Mania match was Brock and was an excellent finish to his career. Oh, PJ, I'm sarcastic when I say he's the greatest wrestler ever in the WWE. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> um, but yeah, I did enjoy that Brock match. Um, and s- slightly enjoyed the take match as well. Yeah, okay. Uh, we have Wrestling Gram. Howdy, y'all. Sorry I haven't been posting, because I'm usually late watching NXT and don't think of anything clever to say until Friday. <laughs> so, anyway, here's my random non-wrestling question. Brayden, have you played City Girls for Davey, and what are your thoughts? City Girls? I don't even know what City Girls is. Oh, we'll come back to you next week with that, What I is guess. City Girls? Is it a show? Oh, is it that Netflix thing? I don't know. Is it a I song? I assume it's a song. I'm assuming it's, I'm a, assuming. it's a hip-hop song. Yeah. But I don't know. Also, what are your early G1 predictions? I'm Kawhi. going Naito. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> uh, Will Ospreay. He needs to be put in it. He's going to steal the show every time he wrestles in it. He's not in it yet. And hold the junior heavyweight championship until uh, until Wrestle Kingdom? Wait a second. Because, I, I mean, that's been his goal. He wants to headline Wrestle Kingdom. He will. As junior heavyweight oh, champion. I think he should. They're doing two days? Yeah. He should main event. But he could, he could challenge Okada and it'd be... Do you know what I mean? 100%. Champion oh, he, be champion. He is not a, a junior heavyweight to me. He's that'll just be, a fantastic That'll be an wrestler. incredible match. But I think this, this Naito winning the title at Wrestle Kingdom thing has been going on for four or five years no. now. 
Done. I don't want to see that, but no. I think I, I think that's where they I will booed, be going. I booed Naito in the wrestle in the Tokyo Dome you know, once. You know me, I don't like Naito, but like, I think that's where they're going. No, I think it'll be Naito Okada as the main event, and Naito will finally be crowned. That's why the title's back on Okada, in my opinion. But then why did Naito win the IC again? Oh, did he win it again? Oh, sorry. I didn't know. I assumed Ibushi won. I didn't know that. So I, I don't care. So, like... Why do they keep on giving him that title? Because he yeah, doesn't no, want it. No. So it's Ibushi Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. I, I, would, I would love you to be right. I'd love Osprey Okada. And I'll book my with flight. The June, yeah. I'll book my flight once they announce That'd that. That would be nuts. Uh, I do want to see... Uh, the G1's going to be nuts just because of the people that... They're so smart. Adding the Moxley, adding the Kenta... Hideo yes. Itami yes, from NXT. Yes, to mention that. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm tired of people attacking me in parking lots. They don't do that in Japan. I'm going back, and I'm going to be in the G1. That's crazy. Day one, he gets attacked in the parking <laughs> oh, lot, God. and he gets replaced by someone. Juice Robinson's going to take him out in the parking lot. Um, I'm actually really... Because his, his run in WWE was very unfortunate. No, it was terrible. I'd love to see him in the G1 and yeah. see what he's still capable of. I, I'm so, they're so smart to, to add not only Kenta... But add John Moxley. Oh yeah, because now there's so many more eyes now mm. involved into this. There's just combinations so of people. Exactly, I'm really the combos interested. are crazy. So that's why I love the G1. They need to add Will, Will in there, though. Is Will Osprey not announced yet? I, I think Will Osprey's <clears throat> announced. He, I'm pretty sure he is. They're announcing on Sunday the full. He should be blocks. Will Osprey is money in the bank. Uh, let's go to. Is it the last bit of feedback here? We are, we have a long show. Yeah. Brendan from Connecticut. Brendan from Connecticut. He says I like the women's match quite a lot. EO doing the arm stomp was a good spot. It oh, we didn't mention that. I don't think. Right? Yeah, I like that. She did the. I like that thing. a lot. Yeah, I was not. I was not super into this whole episode. Uh, she says though. Uh, he says that the horsewomen are still green, but having them play more to their MMA moves is a good idea. I could see them moving up with Shayna, basically in only their thug role. Uh, just the posse, essentially. He says, best Kushida match thus far in NXT. I had yet to be really impressed by him. This was great. Though, I, I still hate calling a Kimura the hoverboard lock. There is nothing hoverboarding about it. Yeah, you'd think a hoverboard lock would be like the surfboard. Right. Don't you? Yeah. But it's Back to the Future, the hoverboard. Yeah. It's like the Purple Rainmaker isn't a rainmaker. Yeah. It should be called the Purple Raindrop. Yeah, right. So is that what we're calling a drink? A purple raindrop? Um, well, I know I've still got all that hurricane mix from New Orleans. So we'll definitely have a hurricanrana cocktail. <laughs> Love it. Uh, he continues on saying the tag main event was good. I think having Birch and Lorcan win was the right move. Now you can go into a feud with Undisputed Era and the Forgotten Sons and have the Street Profits defend against Birch and Lorcan. Yeah, both that's fresh. Uh, which... They should win, giving them a successful title defense. I think you want them to have a good run ending with a loss, probably to Undisputed Era later in the year. Hashtag prophecy. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy with all the tag teams in NXT. Yeah, They're all too. really good. I think, especially from that ladder tag. That yeah, was the division's shit. in good hands. Yeah, we're okay. Um, we didn't see Street Profits on the show this week. No, they will be. Uh, they were at the tapings last night and okay. some cool stuff. So nice. we'll see them soon. Uh, so that's for that's feedback forum.postwrestling.com. Um, you can listen to us every Thursday, including uh, we have a movie review. Yes, remember to watch Logan. Get your feedback in for Logan. Yes. The the thread is on the forum. 
We'll be reviewing that probably in the next couple of days now, yes. I'd assume. Yes, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to go watch that new Dark Phoenix movie. Because the reviews are not good, but I really so want to watch it. They're, they're retrying the Dark Phoenix story, which they fucked up in X-Men 3. Yes. So they hired the writer from X-Men 3. <laughs> what, like, what the fuck? Did you know this? No, I didn't That's, know. like, the dumbest... That's so stupid. Dumbest shit. Yeah, that's dumb. Uh, I, I'll probably still see it. All right. Well, we'll be doing a review of Logan... Yeah, um, I wanted to do a Godzilla 1998 review simply because of the ramen that I did not finish. <laughs> but uh, you do not like Matthew Broderick, so what? <laughs> you are? I have never said that. How dare you? I say asked it? you like a month ago. I'm like, yo, that new Godzilla movie is coming out. Do you want to review an old Godzilla movie? And you said, which one? The one with Matthew Broderick? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll review other Matthew Broderick films. <laughs> yeah, The Lion King. The new Lion King's coming out soon. Yeah, he's not in it. He's Simba. Matthew Broderick is the old Simba. In the original. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about reviewing that one. You know Matthew Broderick like killed two people. Yeah. It's sad. I know. You know he was also Ferris Bueller, which is like the greatest. That's his best movie. Come on. Anyways, let's do a Matthew Broderick review show. Uh, postwrestling.com is where you can find all post-wrestling stuff, including our shows. Uh, you can follow us, subscribe to us on all the podcasting apps that you use. Whatever you use to listen to us, go Write us a nice review yeah. about how much you love us and how we are your favorite NXT podcast. We appreciate that. We appreciate all the love. Again, look out for our TakeOver Tailgate. Yes. SummerSlam weekend in Toronto. Postwrestling.com forward slash NXT Tailgate. All the information's there for you to need. Um, the tickets are on there for you to buy. That's right. Uh, get in there quick. That's right. Um, yeah, get them while stocks last. Yeah, because what if it sells out? Yeah. We, there's only so many people it's a tiny bar yeah we'll see who, who you know who fits and who doesn't um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Davey Portman at the Bray D again follow us because we will be posting updates of uh, the live show here mm. in Toronto and again if even if you're a listener and you can't make it across the pond wherever you are uh, follow along and we'll be recording a show and stuff and we'll maybe have you know uh, some merchandise that you can only get there, maybe, yeah. possibly. We don't know. And get your merchandise in time for uh, yes. TakeOver. So, uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash up next. Yes, go do all of that stuff. Thank you, everyone, for uh, for listening. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Yeah. Every week. Every week. Because that's what we do. So, uh, take care, goodbye, and be safe. Ahoy! Hello, everybody. I'm Russell Crowe, and this is Fortin' Round the World. We're going to have lots of fun today as we travel all around and look for some good... Hey, what the hell do you think you're doing? You walked right through my shot, mate. Do you know who I am? Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.